We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Yes, the weekend is here. It's so good to say that out loud. Oh, it feels good. As soon as it leaves my lips, I think, oh, thank you. Thank you, weekend. And we're actually pretty close to having an extended weekend with Christmas and New Year back to back like that. Welcome to Overnight America. We have one last hour here live. And then after that, we're going to have a couple of replay hours. But this hour, I do want to bring back a couple of uh, interviews we had very early on in the show, and one of which is talking about the McCloskey case and what it means with Kim Gardner getting tossed from that case. Uh, so Brad Young's going to join us on that one. And then Charlie Brennan will also talk about helping the Tree of Hope campaign for Cardinal Glennon, and that's a big one. He's doing a radiothon next week with some A-plus guests that will be helping in for Cardinal Glennon. So very excited to have Charlie come on a little bit later this hour to discuss that too. If you want to call in, you can, 314-436-7900. Uh, we got a couple of minutes here before we go to those interviews. One thing I want to point out, and you heard this in our local news, is that Senator Hawley on Thursday introduced legislation with Bernie Sanders <laughs> to try to add on individual checks as part of the next coronavirus stimulus package that could be put in there. So the relief package has gone through different, different looks for a while. I mean, at one point... It was okay. The Democrats wanted three and a half trillion, and the Republicans wanted two point two trillion. And then the next effort that really seemed to get the most steam is the bipartisan nine hundred and eight billion dollar package. Now I want to point out, even after the two trillion, it went down to like one trillion. The Republicans wanted, and next thing you know, the negotiations weren't going anywhere. A lot of people were frustrated by it. Bipartisan, I almost put in quotes because it's not like a. Eh, you know, it's bipartisan in the sense that we're not talking like hardcore Republicans were jumping on this. It was kind of like more centrist left and right, different politicians, mostly uh, ones that are centrist right, nothing that are far conservative or anything. But let me point out, Josh Hawley has been pretty consistent with saying that if there's going to be another stimulus package, you have to have a full relief check going out to the people again, too. Now, do we necessarily need it? I don't I'm not convinced we need it. I think everyone likes the idea of free money from the government. 
like Lesko wearing the question mark suit comes popping in and saying, uh, do you want free money from the government? You know, just uh, here it is free. It's kind of at the point where we are so far in debt and we're just going to keep pushing ourselves further, knowing how difficult this situation is with the coronavirus. How are we going to turn it around? It's different than the old days when you started to see debt where they actually had a plan to try to turn it around. We don't have a plan. Our plan is to keep a certain amount of debt. It's just we're down further than where we feel comfortable. <laughs> we have a comfortable amount of debt that's turned un- uncomfortable, which has turned into ultimately um, dangerous. So adding even more on that we don't uh, that we don't know how we're going to be able to afford in the future is kind of a scary thought for many people. So do we really need this? I think the extra funding to states so they can help continue to battle this is necessary. I think ultimately what you want is to make sure the government can open up and make sure that places can open up. I hate the idea that, you know, restaurants are targeted in the county. I hate the idea that Californian places just shut down in New York and Chicago and all these places have high restrictions in Michigan and Ohio and all these places. Things that you don't like seeing, they continue to go on. I think ultimately that's how you're going to change this thing. So it goes back to Josh Hawley saying, forget about all those things. If we're going to do another package, you got to include the individual. So that's the thing that most of the Bernie Sanders supporters have been saying. Even some pretty far left commentators have been saying you got to put the individual side in. So if they're going to write an amendment onto this thing, so you got the $908 billion, which covers essentially just the essentials that need to go out, but not the checks. Add this on. Who knows? There might be enough support. Most, most people uh, may see this as an opportunity to get themselves out front and in the favor of the American people. The It's called March Cares Act. Um, oh, no, this is the one that came out of March, the Cares Act. Excuse me. It would it would be essentially the same thing. So if you received a twelve hundred dollar check or you received fi- extra five hundred dollars for dependents, things like that, it would essentially be the same thing for those individuals that made up to seventy five grand. If I remember correctly, I think the first one might have been up to a hundred. You could have got something. So it's it started to tear down. So if you made between seventy five thousand to one hundred thousand, eventually, you know, once you get to hundred thousand, there was no extra CARES Act money that would come to you in a situation like that. So Bernie Sanders wants it. Um, apparently, Mitch McConnell said as part of a bipartisan group lawmakers, he did not want to include a stimulus check over concerns that it would increase the price tag of other things in the framework. Um, and but the thing is, the White House wants it. You know, originally they pitched six hundred. They said they'd go up as much as two thousand. I really don't know where this is going to end up. I think that there may be enough support. I do feel confident there will be something that eventually gets out there. I just don't know what it'll look like, but there will be something out there. Who knows? There might be something to discuss on Sunday when I'm back on after the show tonight. So coming up next, I wanted to give Charlie Brennan another opportunity, and he's going to talk about his Radiothon that's coming up next week to help Cardinal Glennon. So many great guests are going to be participating in it. I have a great time anytime Charlie's on the show, so I think you're going to enjoy this too. And a little bit later, Brad Young's going to discuss the situation with Kim Garner being dismissed from the McCloskey case. Two good interviews on Overnight America KMOX. Listening to KMOX has never been easier. Siri, play KMOX. Big announcement happened earlier today when Charlie Brennan of The Charlie Brennan Show with Amy Marks, of course, made the announcement that next week he's getting a little bit of extra push in the Tree of Hope end-of-year campaign, which he's helping out next week. Charlie Brennan joins us now. Hello, Charlie. Hey, Ryan. Thanks for uh, letting me invade your show. How you doing? 
invade might be a little bit much, but you were just on a couple of weeks ago to promote your book, which was fantastic. I keep seeing people online sharing pictures of it. And I know Kevin Klein did a whole nother story on it the other day that turned out really well. Yeah, he did. And thanks to you. I mean, uh, after I was on your show, just between you and me and everyone who's listening, you've got a lot of listeners because you may know as an author, you can easily track uh, your sales on Amazon.com. Not as easily in bookstores, of course, but uh, I want everybody to know, anyone who's listening to this program, if you want to move some product, just advertise on Ryan's show because you mention something on this program and people buy it. So uh, I, I'm just saying that's kind of a selfish thing to say. But yeah, also, awesome. <laughs> you, 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 people are listening to you, so yeah. you should know that, and I... I hope everybody out there knows that. All you advertisers, start buying some time on this show. Yes, please. Now, I know that a lot of people have listened to you. You're one of the great legacy radio programs in St. Louis that people have turned to and trusted for all these years. And when I saw next week that we're coming up towards Christmas and you wanted to help uh, the kids over at uh, Cardinal Glennon in their end of year campaign. I thought this was just fantastic. And then I see on social media earlier today that you even got an extra push. So this year is going to be a big, big effort and a big push to try to help them. Yeah. Well, it was, it was a really nice uh, morning for us because we were mentioning that we've got a radio telethon next week to benefit Cardinal Glennon, as you said, and uh, your friend and mine, Bob Costas, is going to join us along with Andy Cohen of Watch What Happens Live on Bravo and Jenna Fisher of The Office, along with Ken Quapis of Belleville, who directed the first and last episodes of The Office. And we'll also talk to Mike McDonald of the Doobie Brothers and all his great solo career and more. Kathleen Madigan, Greg Warren, you know them all. Well, we're on the air today with a Hungarian refugee to the United States. Uh, well, he moved here when he was 14. His name is Zolt Rumi. He started a major corporation in St. Louis, Zoltec. Then he sold it, and he was on today, and he said that he would match the first $50,000 that are contributed in our Radiothon next week. So wow. that's not one five. That's five zero. $50,000. So that was a really nice boost, and that'll make our our uh, weekend all the more pleasant. Now, that is so awesome. And when it comes to matches, it's always important to point out that the matches only work when other people contribute and donate. So there's, there's two things. We could be talking to two different crowds tonight. So the first crowd could be listeners that just want to help and contribute as part of what you're doing next week. The other one is, hey, business owners. This, I'll tell you, I've done radiothons in the past. If you're a business owner and you call in and make a good donation, I'll tell you that I'm sure you'll talk them up and they will be well received as a company to know that they helped a campaign like this. So how do people even help next week? I'll give you two ways. Number one, you can go straight to the website. That's glennon.org. Or if you would like to join me on the air and make a donation, Amy and I will be glad to take your phone call. Um, my inside line is 314-444-1827. You can also reach me by email, cwbrennan at com. That's cwbrennan at com. And uh, honestly, no gift is, is too small. I mean, as long as the color is green, we're accepting it. <laughs> well, so let's talk about what you're doing and where the money will go to help. So we know that at the end of the year, they, they try to make this push end-of-year campaign funds. So people that donate as part of this, what will exactly happen to the money they donate? 
Well, there's a lot of different things. Number one, a lot of boys and girls are there, and uh, they're skipping school and they can't study. So Cardinal Glennon actually has a program that helps these kids uh, keep up with their studies. It's a wonderful program, so they don't lag behind. Do you know there's a doctor there right now by the name of Luke Weaver? When he was a kid growing up, I believe, in Belleville, he spent about three years battling cancer at Cardinal Glennon. And um, after he cured, the, I mean, honestly, he, he was in such bad shape that he wrote goodbye letters to his family. That's how close he thought he was to being a goner. But he survived thanks to the great care there, and now he's a doctor there. But there is this program helping kids keep up with their studies so they don't lag behind. Then I'm sorry to say, um, as you may have read in a book by Stu Durando of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, the book is called Under the Gun. I'm sorry to say that there are too many kids in the hospital now because of pediatric gunshot wounds. Mm. You know, we read about those who don't survive, but there's probably three or four for everyone that survives that is battling a gunshot wound. Isn't that terrible? I mean, I don't recall growing up with this, but it's a reality now. And then, unfortunately, we've got kids who are living with cancers, including leukemia. But the good news is for the kids now with leukemia, it's almost always treatable and it's a survivable situation. And that's because of the great work at Cardinal Glennon. So um, it's a wonderful hospital that's been helping the people of St. Louis for decades. And, uh, again, Ryan, anything that people can do is going to be more than appreciated. Oh, that's great. So uh, Zolt Rummy, you said, is the Hungarian immigrant who – so how did that work out? Did you reach out to him? Did he reach out to you? Well, you know, we're friends. About a year ago, he was on the program – and then we had a book signing at his office in Clayton, and a bunch of people showed up, and we were drinking wine, having a good time. And um, we kind of kept in contact, except for the schism that was created by the pandemic. So we fell a little bit out of touch, but I reached out to him. Actually, he reached out to me because he bought my book, Only in St. Louis, The Most Incredible, Strange, Inspiring Tales. And he said that he and his wife, Mary, were enjoying it in Florida. And so uh, we got to conversing and exchanging thoughts, and I said, you know, we have a telethon next week if you want to join us. And uh, he said, well, I would like to do that. I'd like to put a little challenge out for everybody. And so the rest is history, as they say. Oh, wow. He, Isn't that but great? You, you have got to read his book. It's fascinating. He was a kid throwing Molotov cocktails at Soviet tanks. He, he lived through the Hungarian Revolution. And uh, he, he escaped Hungary at, uh, at the age of 14. He came to the United States and was settled as a refugee by Catholic Charities. And so he told Amy and me today, Ryan, that's one of the reasons he feels you know, so good about this hospital, because he feels he owes it a little bit to the families and children. What a amazing story. And it's so glad that he reached out and wanted to pledge a match. And I hope that motivates a lot of people. So is this going to be like a traditional radiothon? Are people going to be calling in to KMOX to pledge donations as part of the efforts to help this end of year campaign? They sure can. Now, and, and as I said, we don't want to make it just one pledge, 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 because that might get a little bit. Um, may not be good radio, and that's why we're going to sprinkle in some of these top guests like Bob Costas and Michael McDonald and Jenna Fisher and others. And I, I'm hoping to keep it just as entertaining as it is philanthropic. Oh, that is great. You know, can I tell you a quick Radiothon story when I participated in one? And you'll probably call me uh, one of the dumbest radio personalities of the world for doing <laughs> I doubt this. It. 
Yeah. So we used to do these radiothons and we got a call from a woman who said, hey, I'm elderly, but I have a giant jar of change. If you want to come pick it up, I'd like to donate it for the radiothon. So when, when you mentioned all of these, you know, of course, people calling in donation after donation, we took a lot of small donations. So I said, you know, I don't want to pass this up. I'll go do it. I show up to the woman's home and she said, actually, the jar is inside my home. It's too heavy for me to pick up. Will you come in and get it? And I thought, oh, boy, either Ooh. I'm going to get ambushed. Or this is going to be a big Sounds donation. Sounds like a movie to me. I know. Video. So I go in there, and she says, it's in the back of the closet. And I said, oh, man, I'm going to be dead. I should have told people where I was. Right. Um, You're going to be wet. I'm trusting a stranger for a donation. And the next thing you know, it's one of those cheese ball jugs full of change. It had to have weighed 50 pounds. Wow. So you can't blame an 80-year-old woman for it. And she was just being nice. So there is a lot of kindness going on this year. And um, I, I always wondered, I said, I, I wonder how long it took for her to go through that change or at least collect that. It might have been for the last 50 years or something. No kidding. Uh, Did you go through it to see if there's any rare coins? You know, when you're doing radiothon mode, you have no time to, yeah, to right. do what well, I should have. And, yeah, and I'm sure the cares? bank did you loved get a that. Dolly or something, or did you get a hernia? Or well, I wanted to get out of there as fast as possible, so I picked this thing up, and it was like it was like carrying a 50 pound watermelon. And then I was just uh, next thing you know out of there. But um, I, this is the uh, nice you... thing. <laughs> but I, I know that there could be other businesses that may be listening right now that want to participate in something like this. And they think, wow, uh, $50,000 match. I don't want that to go unnoticed. Maybe there's a business owner that's doing fine right now and are lucky and fortunate in their lives. And they look at what's going on at Cardinal Glennon and they want to help the kids. And they'll say, you know what? I can do 5,000 or I can do 1,000 or 10,000. I'm sure there's those type of business owners that'll be listening and Big encouragement to any of them that may be listening right now because this is such a worthy cause, and they do such great work at Cardinal Glenn, and they really do. That would be great, and we'd love to talk to some of those business owners, put them on the air next week, and uh, thank them in person over the air for their contributions. And, again, they can call me, inside line 314-444-1827, email cwbrennan at kmwex.com. Uh, I also read smoke signals, um, <laughs> carrier pigeon, just send us to 1220-Olive.com third floor yeah uh we, I, whatever anyway or we'll come out and pick up the check whatever whatever is necessary and it's easiest for everybody if you just want to go to glennon.org and i'm sure we can read some of the names of the people contributing next week oh absolutely and i'm sure there are people on the inside that can help pass that information yeah, but you know right, that exactly. on our sister station mark cox shaved his head and then amy mark scores ran uh like a giant what, three or four marathons it felt like in a row in order to raise some money. So uh, are you willing to shave your head or run a marathon? Well, I can't run the marathon. And honestly, Ryan, I don't have that much hair to shave. It wouldn't be that big a deal. <laughs> uh, let's see. What can I do? Um, I'll donate well, a book of only in St. Louis to anyone who gives us more than $500, something like that. I don't well, know. What do you want well, me to do? Well, it, well, I don't know. But the, the shaved head thing, all I know is that when you talk about hospitals and children, yeah. and I, I, I know that it, it's, it's a big burden for parents because they are so worried about their kids and all their th right. they're just scared to death to, to think that their their kid could be in a situation that could you know, end in a bad result, but they're in such good hands at Cardinal Glennon and it, they, they do so much to just like ease the fears of it and try to help in every way they possibly can. That's, that's what you're helping out. You're helping the kids, you're helping the families. And what you're really doing is inspiring hope 
into a into a community to, when they see recovery. There's just so much that goes into it, and it is the holiday season. I'm sure there are some people that may not have had the opportunity to help this year. They, they may have just been stuck in their home. They may not have given to charities they're used to giving to. This would be a great opportunity end of year to do it. Um, do you know, would this be tax uh, deductible? Oh, would they yeah. be able to use this as a write-off? Oh, yeah. Fully awesome. tax deductible, of course. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Cardinal Glennon is a uh, 501c3, 501c4, whatever the case is, and uh, your, your contributions are fully tax deductible. Of course, I'm not an accountant. Check with your uh, tax planner, but um, I'm 99% confident that for most of our listeners, that is definitely the case. Businesses hear that too. So, uh, just one more time, you're starting Monday. Is that the big kickoff? Yeah, that's right. It's Monday in the 9 o'clock hour. And uh, Bob Costas, you know, there's a Costas wing named in his honor there. So oh, he's really, for years he had the Bob Costas uh, t- um, roast and then evening to benefit the children of Cardinal Glennon. So uh, we couldn't really start with anyone who's better known, more articulate, or more devoted to the cause. Yeah, those roasts were amazing. He did uh, some fantastic work and still does over the years. He really well, I know loves you admire community. him as much as I do. He's like the, he's like the pinnacle of our profession. Mm-hmm. He really is. And I love it. Did you see he was trending this week? <laughs> yeah, they, they, they put a, um, a, fake, a fake account uh, out. <laughs> right. So, someone someone started a Twitter account in his name. And within 24 hours, he had 18,000 followers, which is incredible. But yeah. it wasn't true. Yeah, it wasn't him. And I, I saw that. So next week you have such a star-studded week for such a great cause. Again, uh, people can donate. There's a, a, a way to just listen on Monday and learn. You could go straight to Glennon.org. And Charlie Brennan, uh, just thank you for what you're doing. I'm glad you're doing it. It's a, the right time of year to do it. And best of luck. I can't wait to see how this turns out. Well, thanks for the time. I really appreciate it, Ryan. And if I can be helpful to you, please let me know. Great. That is Charlie Brennan. You're not going to want to miss next week when he is going to be helping their end-of-year campaign, part of uh, SSM Health Cardinal Glennon Children's Hospital, and their Tree of Hope campaign is just one of those lasting things that do so many great things to the community. We are so lucky to have them here, and let's uh, let's help them. You know, um, maybe you knew someone that was treated there. Maybe you just recognize the great things they're doing. This would be an opportunity to help and give back. Or if you're a business owner, this would definitely be a great way to give back, let alone maybe you need a little, uh, you know, tax right off towards the end of the year. I'm sure that'll work for you as well. So uh, Charlie Brennan joins us on the Quiver River Electric Guest Line. Listen to him on Monday. You'll get even more inspired, I'm sure. This is Overnight America KMOX. News Radio 1120 KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals. Joining us now is Brad Young from Harris Dow Fisher and Young. I like to uh, message him every once in a while. He is great at explaining what's going on when there's things related to the law. Brad, how are you? Ryan, doing great, sir. Great to talk to you again. Well, one of the latest things that we're seeing now is that and it was even in the news. We heard it right there at the KMOX newscast. So St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner dismissed as the prosecutor in the McCloskey case, at least the Mark McCloskey side of things. And I wanted to kind of talk to you about what led up to this, why she was dismissed, and really what is a judge looking for when there is a, uh, I guess, an opportunity to dismiss someone that's in a case? 
Well, first of all, a prosecuting attorney can't have a personal connection to the case. So what Judge Clark ruled in this case, and it only applies to Mark McCloskey, but there's been a motion filed to make this apply to Patricia as well, and I'm certain that that will be granted. But what the judge ruled is that because Kim Gardner used the McCloskey case in a fundraising email, that she had a personal connection. So at that point, it becomes a conflict of interest. If the prosecuting attorney has some motive other than prosecuting a, a potential crime due to at least the prosecutor's belief that crime has been committed, then at that point, that prosecuting attorney has, uh, or circuit attorney in this case, has a conflict of interest. And the judge found that. So he found that there was a conflict of interest. But what's interesting here, Ryan, is not just that Judge Clark dismissed Kim Gardner from the case, but he also dismissed the entire circuit attorney's office, ruling that they could not be unbiased because they worked for Kim Gardner. So that's what's truly extraordinary about this ruling. Wow. Well, I wanted to maybe tie into that conflict of interest. So I'm going to use this as my words. You don't have to. Um, Kim Gardner, that seems like a stupid mistake for her if she really wanted to honestly prosecute this sort of thing, knowing that there would be an obvious conflict of interest. So I want to talk about some other examples of conflict of interest. What are some things that you've seen in the past that have excused prosecutors from cases? Oh, there's been... Uh, there, there hasn't been a lot of cases over the years. Generally speaking, the only basis that I've seen personally is when the prosecuting attorney has a personal connection to the defendant. For example, they know each other. Uh, they used to be in the same law firm together. Uh, one case that came up a couple of years ago was whether or not the prosecuting attorney and a defendant were actually uh, connected on LinkedIn. And the question was, did that arise arise to the level of a conflict of interest? So that's generally what we see is that there's some personal connection. But in this case, there was a political connection, which is really, frankly, something I haven't seen before. But because of that political connection where Kim Gardner was using the McCloskey case to fundraise as she ran for reelection as a circuit attorney, the judge says that she had motives beyond simply prosecuting a potential crime. So at that point, she's out. And now I'm not a uh, big time fancy lawyer and I'm not someone who has passed the bar, but even I can see that would have been an issue. <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> yeah. last year. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. there a conflict of interest where even uh, Wesley Bell stepped down um, almost immediately where he said he wouldn't be participating in a case? Well, yeah, because, again, he's he's. He's got some connections. I think he's friends with Kim Gardner. And, and so anytime there's some sort of a personal connection, uh, generally speaking, most uh, attorneys will, will uh, on their own, recuse themselves. Uh, for example, if, you know, if, I was, if I was on the other side of someone who was connected to me, a neighbor, a friend, a relative, the court would dismiss me as well because you can't have that personal connection in the midst of a case. And right. by using the McCloskeys for political fodder, really as a fundraiser, she really crossed the boundaries of ethics. And uh, I think the judge got it right here. Okay. Well, when the judge um, looks into these sort of matters, and there is someone that is dismissed in this case, 
What happens next in the case then? So what really is moving forward will happen, and what do you think could happen in this individual case? Well, under state law, what happens here is this, is that the, the chief judge in the city has to appoint a special prosecutor, someone from the outside, someone not connected in any way with Kim Gardner and not connected in any way with the circuit attorney's office. So there'll be a special prosecutor. That could be either a prosecuting attorney from another county, for example, St. Charles County or Franklin County. Uh, I'm not suggesting I uh, have any inside knowledge, but that's a lot of times that's what happens. The other option would be just to appoint a specific attorney who might have prior prosecutorial experience as as a special prosecutor. Now, here's what's interesting about that scenario, Ryan, because if another prosecutor comes in, because of the Missouri Castle Doctrine, that prosecutor might, and, and I would suggest probably will, take a look at this case and say the Castle Doctrine really creates immunity for the McCloskeys, and therefore the entire matter should be dropped. So to me, that's the most likely scenario here, is that when another prosecutor who doesn't have a political connection looks at this and says they were defending their property, uh, that's allowed not only under Missouri law, but under the Missouri Constitution. Because of that, really, this case should be dropped and shouldn't be prosecuted. At this point, that to me is the most likely scenario. Do you think the McCloskeys may switch up their Christmas card and put Kim Gardner on it? <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. There was that uh, Goya Foods, uh, whenever uh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was criticizing Goya Foods and their sales skyrocketed, they actually named her Employee of the Month for November. Uh, and so, yeah, we, it, it very well may be that, uh, that Kim Gardner gets uh, added to the Christmas card list. Well, how about that? Uh, so Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner dismissed from at least Mark McCloskey's case. And is this the same judge for Patricia? Or are they different judges? Uh, no, there's there's two different judges on this, but but uh, I suspect that the other judge will will make the same ruling here simply because the issues are the same. There's no distinction between Mark and Patricia. Uh, the only distinction is is that one was holding an AR-15 and one was holding an inoperable pistol. But other than that distinction, they were both in the same position. So I suspect the same outcome will occur with Patricia's case as well. You know, and I wonder this, too, and this may be something that they're not even interested in, but could the McCloskeys turn around and say, you know, this was all politicized, um, everything leading up to this point, could they counter with any sort of uh, case to make the, them pay the legal fees, maybe because of <laughs> the way that this was brought up? Can, can yep. there be a countersuit on something like this? Yeah, it's called prosecutorial misconduct, and that can absolutely be the, the basis uh, for a civil case. Malicious prosecution is a civil case. And since the McCloskeys are both attorneys, uh, I think it's a fair bet that they're looking seriously into that uh, as a cause of action. But nothing will happen uh, for either Mark or Patricia until these cases are disposed of. Now, keep in mind, uh, Governor Parson has already said publicly that if they're convicted of, of this crime, that he would pardon them both. Uh, if a conviction were to occur, it would make it rather difficult, if not impossible, for a prosecutorial misconduct claim. But I really do see this, these cases getting dismissed when another non-biased prosecutor takes a serious look at it.
Very good. So uh, we had you on. This is the second time this week we have you on. So wow. I understand that you're going to be doing some dates in the future. I'm off for the last few weeks of the year because of the vacation time that's left over. So it's always good to hear you on. Thanks for doing double duty this week. Hey, my pleasure, Ryan, as always. And that is Brad Young from Hairstyle Fisher and Young. You hear him fill in not only on the show, but others. And also over time, if you haven't caught him during the day, he is the best. And he joins us on the Quiver River Electric Guest Line. He does such a great job explaining things when it comes to the law. And he explains it so even I can understand. This is Overnight America, KMOX. Now back to Overnight America on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com. And Overnight America is getting ready to close things down for the weekend. And, oh boy, I don't exactly know what I'm going to do this weekend, honestly. Don't have a lot of plans. I knew I have to do a little bit of Christmas shopping. I already told my son that we need to go get a Christmas gift for the dog. So we have to go do that. And outside of that, who knows what else will be in there. So if you want to call in, be the last call of the night, that would be nice. 314-436-7900. Uh, You can text that line, too. And I saw some text messages of people getting into Rebecca Black towards the end of there. I don't know if you're a fan of The Office. There's so many people that watch that show. It's such a strange fandom because it kind of stretches male, female. Everyone's kind of into it. Sometimes there's guy shows. Sometimes there's, you know, lady shows. But The Office just seems to generate, just turn it on and just watch it from start to finish. It's what my wife is. That's her default show. One of the characters from The Office was Kevin. He's an accountant. He had some great moments, one of which was him dropping a giant thing of chili onto the office floor, not known for being the brightest. He's played by Brian Bumgardner, and he made headlines on People magazine. The actor that played Kevin Malone, one of Dunder Mifflin's accountants, beloved accountant, um, well, not a beloved accountant, but beloved character on that show. Apparently... There is a a lot of lucrative opportunities for people that are in loved shows because he signed up on Cameo and Cameo is a website that allows you to get recorded messages from celebrities. So some celebrities sign up and you can go see a full list of some of these celebrities and some will be like, okay, for $25, I'll give you a minute message or some people, a hundred dollars I'll give you and some are multiple hundreds of dollars. There's some that are very expensive. And the whole idea is sometimes people buy it as gifts. So, hey, my buddy's having a birthday. Uh, will you record a birthday message for him? And this will be a cool surprise for him. And it's, you know, so-and-so is getting married. Or can you just say hi to me or give me a shout out? Or I'm a big fan. And here's a question I've always wondered about the show or whatever. So people do all kinds of things. And there's, I mean, some pretty good money into it, apparently. So we have Kevin Malone, the character. I don't know if he answers questions as Kevin Malone, but Brian Bumgardner was apparently the gro- the highest grossing celebrity on this Cameo website. Now, keep in mind, a lot of times it's like, you know, 25 bucks here, 50 bucks here, 75 bucks, things like that. He's 48 years old, and apparently he's got so many requests and he's fulfilled so many requests. This year, he's going to gross a million dollars on this Cameo website. He'll do over $1 million in bookings. That is amazing. I didn't realize he was 48. 
He looks like 48 going on 58. Uh, let's go to Larry, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. How are you doing tonight, Ryan? Doing all right. Good. I wanted to ask a uh, question on that uh, tampering with evidence on the McCluskey case. Um, mm-hmm. Since that gun, the gun that Patricia was holding, since that was inoperable, and they ordered, and then they had their weapons people put that back together to make it, you know, where they could use it. Is that not tampering with evidence on their end? Can and can they be prosecuted with that? I don't think it'll become an. Uh, uh, I really don't think it'll come up. Mostly because I think this case is going to be dropped against them. Now they might be able to use that as an opportunity to talk about misconduct and them being targeted uh, unjustly by the prosecuting office. Maybe they'll use that as one of their uh, examples of how they were targeted and unfairly treated. That could be true. Uh, that I know that when it was handed over, that was a little bit interesting to see the progression of this because they made it a pretty big deal when they handed the firearm over to know that it was inoperable. We're handing it over inoperable. This is the state it was in when they had it. And it's really strange that they would reconstruct it on the other end because to me, you're taking a piece of evidence that needs to be preserved the way it was handed over and then they're manipulating it. Uh, even if they were openly manipulating it, that's still strange and shouldn't happen, I think at least. Well, I'm glad you remember that, Larry. That's good. I've never heard of anything like that to where they, you know, where they've made taken evidence to make it where it was usable again. The, basically, to me, what it is, she, they were trying to um, make the case fit their agenda. Huh. Well, I think that could have been. I think I don't know if they were trying to uh, put this case together and kind of put this alternative storyline together. But then again, I think that would be easily defended by the McCloskeys. And as you're seeing, things are uh, coming up their way. So thanks for calling in. Good to hear from you, Larry. OK, you have a good night, Check, Ryan. Uh, driving you. tow truck tonight. Don't know if uh, the tow truck business is doing well right about now or not. 314-436-7900. We only got a couple more minutes here. Let me just do this real quick because I know. We got a few minutes and, you know, I better not start another segment. If you haven't liked my Facebook page, it would be great if you go and like my Facebook page. Really, the opportunities are there to just have fun with it, communicate with me, drop me messages. I try to post non-serious things on there, sometimes serious, but mostly I try to post more fun things. And then it's a great way for you to comment on some of the things that we talk about on the show. But in general, it's just nice to know that you're out there listening and that you like the show enough that you would like it on Facebook. So just search for Ryan Wrecker Radio. That's how you would get it on there. I tried to keep it more generic, you know, just so it's, you know, for me as a radio personality, Ryan Wrecker Radio. On Saturday night, KMOX is going to air a special rebroadcast of one of the classic holiday radio shows. And we had Kevin Colleen on earlier last hour to discuss that. Kevin's great. He's done some fantastic Uh, productions in the past, but this year, because of coronavirus, we're not able to do it in person and live. So on Saturday night, we're going to air a classic holiday radio show from 2001. I think he said that was Nan White, Carol Daniel, and Jim White, one of the great, great episodes there. But on Monday, we're doing something a little bit different. The holiday radio show is going digital 
and it's going to be director's cut with Kevin Colleen. He's going to be in and talk to some of the previous cast members and people that have participated to give their stories from past holiday radio shows. Great memories, special guests. I'm going to be in it as well. That's going to be on Facebook. So if you have a Facebook or even if you don't, you just go to the KMOX News Facebook page and press the play buttons Monday at seven o'clock. And you'll be able to watch that. And you can see me on there, too. Well, that does it for me. I'll be back again Sunday night. Enjoy the replay hours and sleep well. Have a good weekend. We'll see you later. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.